What's up, everybody? My name is Dallas. I'm here with my boy Kip. What's up? We're LeBron James Harden here with the Highly Interrupted Podcast. This is our first episode. We kind of ran off with it, rambled a little bit, but we got in it with the Harden talk, the MVP conversation, LeBron, and all everything that he's doing. And I like it. Yeah, we definitely ran off the script a little bit with this one. It was a little unstructured, but we're going to get better with this as we go on. Much Just better. uh Make sure, subscribe, leave us a little five-star review. It helps us out a ton. Yeah. Uh, like, retweet on Twitter. Yes, sir. Get your name out there. And uh, let's get with it. And the Kia NBA Most Valuable Player goes to. James Harden. All right, mic check, mic check. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode one of Highly Interrupted. Today is Saturday, March 2nd, and we're just going to start this off, jump right into some MVP talk, because that's what everybody likes to talk about these days. So uh, this year, we got three horse races looking like. We got Giannis, who has the best player on the best team argument working for him. Yeah. We got Harden, who's having a historic season. He's scoring 36 points a game, which has been done eight times before, and most of those were by Wilt. Which don't count. Which don't count, obviously. And he's doing it with the highest efficiency out of all of those, so Harden's got that working for him. And then the third player we got is uh, Paul George. Yeah, he, uh... So... He's having a... I guess odd hairline. He has he has a two head. Does that count? Yeah. Proceeding hairline. It's a proceeding hair. I guess that's pretty original. This is a pretty big MVP point. Yeah. So. Unprecedented. So there's your three. There's your three arguments for MVP there, pretty much. So the thing about Giannis is that I wouldn't be mad if he won this year. Yeah, not at all. Because when you look at historical precedents, it's the dude in Giannis's position that's always gone home with it. But what would happen if Giannis did win is it would just piss me off all over again about Russell Westbrook winning MVP over James Harden in 2017 because that is the one outlier over the last 30 or 40 years where the dude that is not a top three seed takes it home just because he's having a great individual season. Yeah, but that's just something we don't have to talk about, though. Don't yeah, we? yeah, we don't yeah. have to talk about that. But, I mean, I guess if we were to talk about that, I'd probably bring up the fact that Harden was playing point guard and pulling in 8.2 rebounds a game, and they decided that wasn't enough. But 8.2, that does that qualify for a triple-double? Uh, no, it does not. Do we care about point guards' rebounds? Mm, only if there's 10. In 2017? In 2017, yes. Because so. 10 plus has happened from point guards since 2017, <laughs> but we don't care about that. <laughs> yeah, right, so, so my thing about Giannis is it's just the easier choice for, you know, some of these – ex-players who go on TV and try not to think as much as possible. Yeah, they hate thinking. Best player, best team, okay, they could just kind of check the box. But then when you actually look at things that are happening amongst the league, Giannis, he's, we don't try dipping into this, you know, worst player, you know, bad teammates team. But if we were to dip into a bad teammates competition, just for the, you know, sake of what's going on here, Giannis, he had an all-star teammate. Nobody's getting hurt. They're playing amazing. That's the biggest thing for me is health. Yeah. Like, these teams are pretty comparable. And I'm not trying to say... It's it's really annoying to play the bad teammate card. 
but I think it's fair to play the injured teammate card to a certain extent because Harden keeping the team afloat through all the injuries Houston's had is a great storyline. And in terms of MVP, storyline is a huge factor in having a narrative that goes in your favor. So I think that's definitely something that's going to help Harden down the road. Currently, Vegas has the odds as Harden as the favorite, but watching TV and the national media and knowing who has votes, it certainly seems like Giannis is the leader. Yeah, because when you look at the votes, Michelle Beadle, like people like her have MVP votes, which that is that's not a joke. That's that, not a joke. Michelle Beadle has an MVP vote. That's a black eye on the league. That's a <laughs> tough one, dude. How do you send? Does she get the email? Like she's in there with like actual former players and people who but know things. Another interesting thing is that Houston, the third, I think it is, biggest city in America, will not be getting an MVP vote this year. Again, not one of the Houston area writers gets to yeah. vote on MVP. Well, I mean, it's just a top three, four city in America. There's no way there's enough people in the press who could yeah, even garner not. an MVP of vote. Of course not. But, you know, San Antonio, yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll throw Beetle in there. Yeah, so talking about seeding, we've got Giannis atop the East. They're the one seed. Uh, Harden, middle of the pack in the West, after being the 13th seed before his ridiculous 30-point scoring streak started. So sitting, I think, 30 point a ga- scoring? game and a half back. Has anyone other than Wilt ever done that? No, nobody other than Wilt's ever oh, done that. So nobody's ever done that? No, so he's doing a historic thing. Unprecedented thing? An unprecedented thing. I heard yeah. unprecedented things get you MVPs. Uh, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so middle of the West for the Rockets. Possibly going to jump as high as the three seed, depending on how the season folds out. And then... You've got Oklahoma City right there with the Rockets. Sitting in the three seed. Sitting in the three seed currently tied with Portland. And the one that most people like to talk about is the fact that LeBron James is sitting at the 10 seed. Yeah. About, what, three and a half games back out of the playoffs right now? Yeah, three and a half out of the eight seed, four games out of the nine, or out of the seven. for the first time in, what is it, 15 years, there might be playoffs that does not include lebron james yeah for the first time in thunder twitter there will not be a lebron that's wild but yeah i can't believe like it's just something that i think is gonna be kind of a weird thing to see but it's gonna be weird you gotta long run it it sucks that people are gonna try to use this to argue against his legacy but what people are gonna completely ignore is the fact that kobe did the exact same thing but for players that have already played and they're retired, you don't bring up their flaws. You only talk about everything they do good. So yeah, we, we're not allowed to talk yeah, about Yeah, because their career gets better after they retire. Yeah. As long as they can go on TV and talk about things. Okay, so let me talk about something else I saw. Was that It was Dennis Rodman talking about how Michael Jordan didn't take days off like LeBron is. Because there's been video surfacing of LeBron playing defense. Not giving 100% effort, I think, is fair. Well, I mean, it's a fair thing. I know what you're about to say. Cause, but Mike has However, never... He's never taken days off. Mike doesn't take days off because he's taken years off. Oh, that is true, I guess, if you, if you want to look at it that way. So he won three championships, <laughs> retired for two years, won a few more, and then just retired again. Is that is that better than taking a day off, taking multiple years off? I mean, yes. <laughs> In the eyes of people who won't look back at the career, because yeah. he retired already, so you don't have to bring up their flaws. Uh, 
Okay. He retired three times. One other thing I will bring up is the fact that when you take LeBron's stats from all the finals he's lost, more specifically the last three finals he's lost, these finals against the, the Warriors, if you look at his numbers and compare him to Jordan's finals, the last three that he won, he absolutely washes Jordan away. It's not even close that LeBron has played significantly better and is 0-3 rather than being 3-0. But did he win? No, he got zero rings for it. <laughs> Let choke. <laughs> Let 3-6 Mafia. Let 3-6. I can't... That's just one of the things that really shocks me because it just shows how people just don't think. One guy plays better than everyone else, but the other people have the next four best players on the court, and then you lose. Twitter honestly just makes me give give up hope that yeah. there's knowledgeable people that watch the NBA on the internet. <laughs> but it's all right. But, yeah, you know, I digress. It's whatever. But let's just talk. go into a OKC, talk about how Paul George, his MVP case that people are trying to throw around. My favorite thing about the Paul George MVP case was he had this stretch where he was he was on fire. And when you look at what he was doing during that stretch, it's worse than what Harden's seasonal averages are. <laughs> Other than three-point percentage, because Harden's taking 46 a game. So his percentage isn't going to be that high. But All eyes closed, step back. So. They're extremely similar numbers to what Harden's been doing the entire season. And the Thunder fans are looking at that, and they're like, oh, MVP, look how great he's playing. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, they're used to watching a guy throw the like chest passes at the backboard from three. Yeah, that's so, true. They haven't seen this in a minute. Yeah, so now they're seeing threes go in from their best player, Paul George. And it's just kind of you know shocking thing. So I would overreact, too, if I had to sit there and that's watch. That's fair. A uh, fat, what would you call him? A fast Raymond Felton? And Whoever that zero. <laughs> that zero. Also, it's Oklahoma City. I, to be, if you're living in Oklahoma City, <laughs> you might as well start in the Paul George MVP campaign because there's nothing else to do. I mean, I feel like they have. What do you think they have in Oklahoma City? They have. What's the shining? I literally have no idea. I can't name a thing other than. Nope, can't name a thing. It's Oklahoma City, bro. That's not it's a real Oklahoma place. City. That place that. Blew a 3-1 lead. Yikes. Ruined the league. Yikes. That's so facts, dude. That, if Some people, we get this tweet a lot. Kind if, of. if perennial choker Kevin Durant and Russell Westbrook didn't blow a 3-1 lead to the Warriors, yeah. the NBA is a way better place right yeah. now. Which is something that people kind of tweet at us a lot, DM us. They'll just ask, why do you hate uh, OKC a lot? Da, da, da. And I really don't they care about them. and it ruined the NBA. Yeah, but, <laughs> They bro, had, <laughs> bro, don't had, choke and Kevin Durant doesn't leave. Draymond's not sitting in the parking lot crying. You have three straight games Save to win one. Save me from Braun Braun. <laughs> Braun hurt me. Bro. <laughs> and then the worst part is KD picked up the phone. On the th- <laughs> A game okay. ended like 30 minutes ago. Well, run it back to the topic of DMs, though. Yeah. We get so many DMs of people <laughs> that think we're either LeBron or James Harden, and it is legitimately just shocking that people have no idea how the internet works in 2019. Yeah, and it kind of goes by whatever's happening in the world. So if LeBron's on his social activist oh stuff, my God. Uh, we, the DMs we are filled with... We were legitimately getting hate letters from Trump fans. <laughs> Talk about how much of a disgrace it is that LeBron's speaking out against yeah. Trump. Getting called all types of things that were painted on LeBron's house at one point. Dude, it was... 
It was not a safe place to be in the LeBron James Harden DMs for a minute. Yeah, so we have that. The other people who DM LeBron are asking for some type of payout. Oh, my God. The amount of GoFundMes we get, I cannot even imagine how many DMs that real athletes get asking for money, asking yeah. for handouts. LeBron, I see crazy. you built your school in Ohio, but... Well, this is my friend. He, My son likes you, so Give can us we have money. tickets? <laughs> Hey, my my son's a big fan, man. Um, pay for his college? That's that's, that's just not how. No, thank you. <laughs> we're paying for all these other kids. Yeah, and then if somebody's DMing us thinking that we're James Harden, it's just the classic OG. Exactly what you would expect from James Harden. Some random girls. Exactly what you would expect. Some <laughs> Tatiana's busting it down in the DMs. <laughs> Dude, remember when that dude tweeted at us uh, about James Harden talking about a. Uh, I can't believe y'all like James Harden. He had his jersey retired in a strip club. Oh, my God. So he's the GOAT. That's why he's the MVP. That's why he's the GOAT. He said that as a the negative. GOAT. He said that as a negative. Your jersey's in the rafters in Onyx. Bro. Yes. Yeah, that's wild. That's wild. That's, that's one of my favorite things. But I love this app, Twitter, man. Yeah, Twitter's amazing. Yeah, but it's just some things that will never, I'll never understand. But just got to get back to the MVP talk. So if we have to just, if you had to sum up like Harden's MVP case, not his whole case, but just. Well, we'll just do it real quick. So yeah. Harden, his case, uh, best individual player this season. He's doing something historic. The The way he's scoring the ball has literally been done, what did we just say, like eight times over 36 points per game in a yeah. season. And four and of those were Wilt. Four of those were Wilt. So and they then never out of, out of all those seasons, James Harden has the highest true shooting. So you could say he's the most efficient doing it. He also has the most assists, and he's also doing it playing the least minutes per game. So take all that consideration. That is a ridiculous season. Yeah, that says best offensive season ever. In a while. Yeah, in a while. We'll say that just to be nice, but it's, it's ever. Not to mention that the Rockets are now 1.5, possibly 1, depending on how this game that we're watching right now ends between the Thunder and the Spurs. Yeah. Um. One game out of the three seed. Yeah. So top three seed with a season like that. Come and, on, man. And then that doesn't even bring in the fact that he's a deep boy candidate. Deep boy candidate, James Harden. You know why he's a deep boy candidate? Because he's literally the best defensive player in NBA history. Is that where you're going? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's exactly where I was going. Oh, okay. Perfect. Number one in deflections? What? That, that sounds like a deep boy to me. That sounds like the best defender in the league. You can't even throw a pass by you him. You can't throw a pass. If, James if you throw a pass by James Harden, you better believe this shit's getting slapped. It's like Revis Island. If Harden's over there, I'm not looking over there. No. It's that. You know um, better. I know he's top three in steals. He was two last time I checked. Still number two. Can't confirm. Top two in steals. That's that's a deep boy. That's, I mean, yeah. That sounds like the most active defender sounds in the league. Sounds like easily the most active <laughs> Those defender Those feet in the never stop. Okay. <clears throat> I tweeted this one out. Here's another reason that... You shouldn't even consider Paul George for MVP after you hear this stat. So when you look at how many box outs each player has, James Harden's at about 160 this season. And selfish Paul George, who literally doesn't care about his team, he doesn't care about winning, he only has like 115 box outs this year. That is absolutely wait, wait, not team basketball. They're trying to vote a guy for MVP who doesn't box out? That literally disgusts me. I thought rebounds equal MVP. That's, ex that's what I thought. Well, only if you have 10.0. Oh, only if you have 10, if we can call it like a little, you know. Yeah, if there's a cool name for it. Okay. Um, when you get to a little milestone. Yeah, I guess, we don't have to talk about that, though. No, we're not going to talk about that. just something we don't have to talk about. Yeah, so. All right, guess, so other than MVP talk, yeah. 
Other than MVP talk, uh, I guess another thing that's been kind of, you know, intriguing the league and the media passes through, LeBron James' A&R to 2 Chains album. Yes, sir. <laughs> oh, the best player alive. The, the be- best rapping player alive. The Come best on. producing player alive. Okay, hold on. Wait, I think that's a good point. No rappers are guarding 2 Chains, right? He's like 6'6". Six, six. No, no chance. I mean, Uzi might body him. Okay, Uzi. Uzi might body <laughs> Don't let chains. Uzi catch two chains in the post. But So there's Uzi. Obviously, Young Thug. He did a between-the-legs dunk in the... Uh, no, he did not. In the halftime video. Young Thug did? Yes, the rim was like Why eight feet, but that shows oh. coordination. That's coordinate. That's true. Yeah. Uh, I guess that's kind of it. I wouldn't talk about that Waka guy. Waka Flocka can bang. Oh, true, true, true. Waka Flocka can hoop. Yeah, there's a Twitter video about that. It wasn't even Waka Flocka, but I'm going to still say Waka Flocka can bang. That video wasn't him? No, nah, it was just some dude with dreads, but oh, it, it, it no. got me. That's devastating. Oh, right. true. J. I re- Cole. I redact my statements. Wait, no, J. Cole. Who's... Oh, that's the dude who who uh, blew that layup in the dunk contest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but so a lot of people have been talking about LeBron and is he doing too many off the court things this season? Uh, I think the answer is quite clearly yes. The fact that he had the nerve, he had the guts <laughs> to go hang out with his friend the night before his team had a game that he wasn't playing in. Wait, Let's why say, wasn't he playing though? Uh, 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 load management. <laughs> Did Michael ever sit out for load management? No, only for two years. For gambling. And then for three more years. For gambling. Yeah, so <laughs> he would never do it. Kobe wouldn't do it. Kobe would literally never miss the playoffs in the middle of his prime. There's no... if Literally if, never, <laughs> except for that time he did. Yeah, but we don't have to talk about that because But when we take away that time, yeah, we never. Never. But he's retired, so we want to talk about the good things that he did? Yes, that's big facts, brother. Yeah. And... I think all these things that LeBron's doing, it just kind of summarizes the fact that he's such a bad teammate. He's a horrible. It's toxic. He's just doing it. As Kevin Durant, as the knowledgeable Kevin Durant said, it (laughs) is a toxic environment over there. Kevin Durant also known as the least toxic player. Yes. It's just one of those things. I mean, look at LeBron's history. It's so easy to see the toxicity. Is that the word? Toxicity. When you look at him, he goes to Miami, and what happens? They go to one, two, three, four straight finals, <laughs> and then he leaves, and he goes to Cleveland, and then what happens? He, he goes to, to one, two, three, four straight finals. Toxic. You can't. That no growing player can survive. Who would want to? Who would want to play with him? Not me. Not me. Dude. Not no. There's literally not one star. No. I can't name one. Especially a guy. When he gets to the finals and freezes up like that, he, the chosen one becomes the frozen the one. Fr- <laughs> yeah, last last three series against the Warriors, he only averaged what what thirty five on like eighty three percent shooting. Yeah, but how like many one hundred and ten percent from but, three? But how many wins did he average? Uh, zero point five. <laughs> Pathetic. You think this guy's the goat just because he plays well and loses uh, when his team is outmatched? Yes. <laughs> That's uh. <laughs> really okay. Let's talk about it. How many rings would Jordan have in LeBron's position? No, no, no I'm not going to say that. These last four, I'll say these last four games, or four series against the Warriors. Yeah. If Michael Jordan was in that spot, how many rings does he have? The last four seasons? Last four seasons. The I'm co- saying zero. Seasons. I really think there's no... 2016 was just a combination of the greatest possibilities that could have ever worked the, out the, the right thing way. Is, all four series seemed impossible. Yeah. 2016 seemed maybe a tiny bit possible, but then they went down 3-1 and it was there's just no way. 
Yeah. Then once they got Kevin Durant, and then the NBA, it was it was literally just yeah. a joke. It's and just, it's not even the fact. Well, it's mostly the fact that the Warriors have just a ridiculous amount of talent on their team. But I think what it also comes down to is the fact that LeBron's second best player was Kyle Korver <laughs> last year, or Tristan Thompson. Yeah. That was, faithful Tristan Thompson. That's something I have to talk. That was my favorite thing that I watched last season. What? Watching Kyle Korver guarding uh, Jalen Brown in the Eastern Conference Finals. Dude. That was my favorite thing that I watched the whole season. Going off that series, though, I love the fact that so the three games that series that were in Boston, the Cavs absolutely got dismantled. But then game seven in Boston comes around. And there's not a doubt in the world there was from not either side. A doubt in the world that the Cavs were going to win the game. And naturally, LeBron goes for 40. I mean, it's just a, <laughs> it's one of the so, meanest stare it's downs such on the a crowd. given that LeBron's going to show up when the game matters. <laughs> and that's not something you can say about every Lakers great. I have to like change the term Lakers great now that LeBron's there. Because yeah. he's a GOAT. Y'all don't see him as great. Y'all cool. Well, it's just whatever. But, yeah. Okay, so, you good? Yeah. All right, so next thing we can jump into is this new thing. I guess it started with Kobe. Now, (laughs) Paul Pierce. Oh, it went from Kobe to Paul Pierce. Paul Pierce thought he was going to get one of these. He did not. And now we're seeing it with both Dirk and Dwayne Wade, and that's these retirement tours that these aging players are going on. So, like I said, Kobe's was the first one. It was pretty cool, I thought. Even not being a big Kobe fan, it's pretty cool. Yeah, and don't be a dork. Obviously, it wasn't the first one, but it's the first one that we care about. The first one, yeah. Um, Yeah, so that was pretty cool. All the fans showing respect. I think the Draymond Draymond Green has done not a lot of cool things in his life. Yeah, I've hated Draymond for most things that he's done in his life. But telling Kobe that... Yeah. Oh no no no! Wait wait no no! Draymond telling Paul Pierce that they don't love him like they love Kobe, because yeah. Draymond literally thought he was gonna. Or no, no no! Paul Pierce literally thought he was gonna get this retirement tour, and nobody cares about him. Is <laughs> so, Twitter hating Paul Pierce is the funniest thing to me, dude? Yeah, and it's kind of crazy to me because Paul Pierce is such an innovator to the game. Innovator. If you watch the truth. <laughs> If you watch ESPN's NBA The Jump, where you can see Paul Pierce <laughs> sit there, <laughs> you can see Paul Pierce talk about every move that he created. It's just not, that, that's, he, like, seriously, he, that's he the worst thing TV, that ESPN does. national TV with a straight face to talk about, what did, what did he say the other day? He said that everything James Harden does, he did? Yeah, I did that. And then they'll show a video of him doing a step back. And I'm like, yes, you stepped back once every... You, you didn't do it 14 times a yeah. game and hit threes, dude. You didn't do it thing ever until honestly uh, my my view of paul pierce i feel like is so like skewed because nba twitter like chops on him so much that i really don't even remember how good of a player he was because you don't you don't get the nickname the truth unless you're cold-blooded i mean but when you go to twitter you think paul pierce was a bum and i love it i'm so here for it i mean paul pierce he was he was a cool player like what was he like uh like a Trevor Ariza with a little more off the dribble. Yeah, dude. He Less did, three he ball, did, obviously. He did beat Kobe in the finals. Ooh, I beat Kobe in the finals. Yeah, that's actually not saying a lot. <laughs> you can score more you mean, than 22 you, points a game yeah. with 42%. You mean he beat Pau Gasol in the finals? That was what impressive. Um, 
league. Yeah, so so this season, I think Dwayne Wade and Dirk are both – I think they're definitely both worthy of of these tours. Yeah, they're obviously worthy of their tours. There's nobody even talking, like, down on them. They go to every season. D-Wade's out here doing the jersey exchange. I think that's really cool. My favorite thing is the uh, teams with, like, multiple stars – I always try like thinking about them in the locker room before the game, talking about all right. So who's who thinks they get oh, D Wade's jersey? jersey? You can't ask D Wade during the game. Hey, fam, yeah, dude, that's me, uh, a tough one. Hey, let me get you that. You think he decides, or you think they ask? Yes, D Wade decides. Dude, that's tough. No. Didn't Josh Hart get his jersey? That's a tough one, dude. That's a rough one. Like, I just want to see him go. Like, what do you, what do he do after the Warriors game? No. After D Wade, didn't he stand up on the thing and do the whole "this my shit" again? <laughs> yeah, that's so cool, dude. Which is also the, one of the coolest. My, things Miami I've ever seen Dwayne in my life. Wade is so cool. Wade County, that just that whole thing. <laughs> no, I, I I like legitimately miss the days that LeBron was in Miami. Like, yeah, they were just like good times in life. That was one of the, because I still remember. I don't know. It's a transition in my life that I don't know how yeah, it, or like, when it happened. LeBron goes to Miami. It felt like. I was out on South Beach because Modern Warfare 2 <laughs> drops. That's all I'm doing. Just life is good. You're coming home. You're playing Modern Warfare 2 all day, and then you're watching LeBron fucking go off in the playoffs. Just and then, uh, get his first ring. When he got it, dude, yeah. LeBron owning Kevin Durant, Russell Westbrook, and uh, Serge Ibaka for his first ring. Yeah. Um, those three players were who he dominated. Those, that was the OKC Big 3, right? Yeah, that OKC's was, Big 3. Those yeah. guys. That was... <laughs> Um, yeah, and it's still. Uh, I don't know why. It's, it's just my favorite memory. memory. Like one of my favorite memories of LeBron is like him during the Dallas Finals, Bro, when, when him and, when no, him and D Wade were that walking didn't happen. Out. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Now no, I, no, just this one tunnel scene happened, and then nothing else. Oh, nothing. Him okay. and D Wade coughing, making fun of Dirk in the tunnel. Bro. Still one of the funniest things I've ever seen. Bro, that before the game. That's tough, dude. Before the game, and then Dirk went crazy. Yeah, but if you act like that didn't happen. Okay, I'll say this. I think it, he did it, so it's kind of useless to talk about. But if Dirk hadn't won that one finals, I think he would be like so much less respected. Yeah. Because other than that one incredible playoff run, he doesn't have all that much to show. Yeah. For but that he made it to the finals again, lost to Dwayne Wade, who shot 18 free throws a game. It's absolutely ref baiting and disgusting, but we're not going to talk about that. And <laughs> y'all watched it. Uh, I, I didn't. It was unwatchable. I turned off the TV. <laughs> After game three. I said, a guy's going to shoot 18 free throws in a game? That's not basketball. More than once? More than once. It was disgusting. Uh, yeah, but it's just one of those things because I feel you on that because Dirk, if he doesn't beat – you'd have to think about the fan bases that he added by beating LeBron. So bro, you yeah. get the his fan base yeah. tripled. So you get the I only watch the NBA. That was finals. LeBron's peak of hate. <laughs> yes, you get the I only watch NBA Finals people to become your fan because you know big white guy scores a lot of points, not athletic. One With, thing, one thing I noticed is that. So for like you're saying, like people that only watch the finals, like people that are I guess you call them casuals, people that don't really keep up in the NBA. Yeah. They hate LeBron. Yeah. Because. Uh, well, I guess that's just the fun thing to do is make fun of the best player. Yeah, well, a lot of people just like hating but, on the best player in different sports. But, LeBron, Tom Brady, people, just goes on. <laughs> we'll, we'll get to that another time. Uh, <laughs> the uh, So everybody that is a fan of a team that isn't the Cavs, or sorry, sorry, that isn't like the Lakers. Yeah, the LeBrons. They, they become 
a LeBron fan like by default, which I think is really cool because everybody, the thing everybody can agree on is they hate the Warriors and Kevin Durant's a triple B for going there and no one wants to see them succeed. So by default, everybody's just kind of become a fan of the only thing standing in the way between the Warriors and what, four straight? Yeah, which for the last four years was LeBron. Yeah. All right, so we're going to get into some spreadsheet talk, see who we like this week, see who we don't. If you're not aware of the spreadsheet, it's just different analysts and how their opinions change just, every week. Just keeping track. Yeah. Keeping track of who we like, who we hate. Just making sure. It's right. on It's on the Excel. All right, so tell me who said this quote. All right. I don't care about hard and chasing stats because I only care about rings. Oh, God. Tell me. This had to be. That's Scotty Pippen. Is it Scotty? No, that's a, uh. that's a good guess, though. If we had to go to FS1, you said your guess would be. That's on FS1. That's got to be, I'm chasing rings. It's an analyst or a former player? Analyst. Colin Coward? Yes, sir. He said, say that again? <laughs> so Colin Coward said, I don't care about Harden chasing stats because I only care about rings. Harden in his pursuit of chasing all these stats is just, that's what's keeping him from winning. Yeah. Why'd no one tell him? It's, it's Get tough. better teammates. It's tough. All right. Yeah. So, so moving oh, on. Oh, yeah, right. what's so up, what's up? Coward, coward. We don't like coward this yeah, week. Yeah. We so this week we do not like coward. Right, call it first week of March. We hate coward. He's moving in on. a no column. All right. So he's definitely one of the most unguardable players this game has ever seen. Oh, I heard this. No, that's uh, that was D Wade. That was D Wade. Let's go. We love D Wade. As always, D Wade. D Wade in the W column. That's just what it comes. Out. He's, you could tell he's a high intelligence player. Well, Dwayne, that's cool that Dwayne Wade got to. Yeah. Got to watch a top three point guard of all time. Shooting guard, yeah. Top three shooting guard of all time. Yeah. God damn it. <laughs> but yeah, it's just good, you know, how people can appreciate what's beyond exactly. them. Exactly. Yeah, all right. So, all right. Uh, you won't guess this one, by the way. The only way Harden isn't MVP is if you're the nerdiest, dorkiest oh, number cruncher one. who just got back from getting wedgies. That would be the incredible basketball mind as we've always said as we've all, as we've never always said anything else. michelle beetle michelle beetle just, correct just a student of the game a student of the game grew she up knows, around she it. certainly knows what she's talking about she's in the w call yeah. we like michelle this week. thank the lord that she has an mvp vote <laughs> <laughs> yeah i can't think of anybody more well deserving there's nobody in the game all right, we all got right next. So, a guy who this is just a legendary quote we all know who this is a guy who took a team from the 10th in the west Back up to a four or five slot, and you're not even mentioning him? Our favorite WNBA player. Oh, yes. That would be Candace Parker? Yes, of yes, course, sir. Candace Parker. Yeah. This is one that people disrespect the WNBA too much. Oh, way too much. She's just somebody. She's just bright basketball minds yeah. like Candace Parker. Have y'all never seen that commercial? Steph Curry learned from them. Exactly. All right, so we'll hop right, so, into this one. So what's that? We got, we yeah, got so, Colin Coward. We don't like. Yes, Colin Michelle, Coward is like, in the no column. Dwayne Wade, we like. Candace Parker, we like. Yeah. All right, let's go. Who we got oh. next? This is just a genius stat thrown in. If all of Harden's threes were counted as twos, he would still lead the league in scoring. The fact that I know all these is kind of sad. <laughs> that one's Nick Wright. <laughs> yes, that is Nick Wright. Just one of the FS1's brightest minds, honestly. Nick Wright gets a lot of hate, but I respect him so much more than I respect dudes like like, because former players like Charles and, like, Shaq and all them, yeah, they think that because they played the game, they just automatically know better than everybody. 
And so they'll just say things and they'll think because they said it, it's true. They have mm-hmm. literally nothing to back it up. Mm-hmm. What I really like about Nick Wright was the fact that everything he says, he like comes with stats and he doesn't come like Coward will do that, but Coward will do the most goofiest cherry pick stats. <laughs> Nick Wright, I mean, obviously as a LeBron fan, you're going to like him more. Yeah. But even just for anything, I feel like he does a really good job of making arguments and backing it up and not just talking to talk, which a lot of people on TV just talk to talk. Exactly. All right, so we're going to move on to the last one. So that is Nick Wright also in the yes column. Yes, sir. So if you look at James Harden and when he drives to the basket, he generates more points than anyone in history. If I had to give you a hint, I would say probably one of the best basketball minds that works as a GM in the I league. Was, dude, I was going to say Maury. <laughs> That's Daryl Maury, Rockets GM. All right, well, those were all W's except one. Well, yeah. Didn't do a great job compiling those. You think there's negative? Uh, honestly, that's true. You think there's negativity out there that's about James facts. Harden? No, I don't think. Uh, I The least polarizing I'm player I'm on Twitter a lot, and I've never seen anybody say anything bad about him. That's exactly why I said but speaking of Twitter, though, I do like how Harden is in popu- you know, popular enough, pop culture-ish to the fact that any Sports Center tweet, if somebody trips, hits the ground, rolls, <laughs> falls backwards, screams, or anything else, he, James Harden got two free throws for this. Yeah, he's polarizing. Another thing I like is that anytime anybody steps back, it's now, oh, it's, he does the James Harden. Yeah. Like, people weren't stepping back for years. If someone steps just back. does it so much that people just credit him for inventing the step back. Yeah. And That's if someone so steps funny. back, the first comment is always, <laughs> but he didn't travel, so that can't be the James Harden like, step back. Bro, shut up. <laughs> bro. People who talk about travels, I just want to say real quick, you're the worst person on Twitter. Imagine being like watching an NBA basketball game and saying, dude, you know what, you know what I'm not seeing enough? The refs. It's, it's just so stupid. Stupid, because everybody gets away with traveling. Yes. Like, I see LeBron fans, you get mad at Harden for traveling. Like, come on, come dude. On. Like, let's, let's be real, everybody. Let's, let's don't talk so loud. They're going to start <laughs> calling travels. Relax. And the worst, the worst possible scenario is a season ending on a travel call. Yeah, dude. That Giannis crosses the full court in six, uh, what's the, Giannis got across the whole court in one dribble, because he doesn't dribble. Okay, I feel like he's different, dude. His legs are ridiculous. Every time he dunks, I'm like, that doesn't work out because he didn't dribble ever. Yeah, he's crazy. But, yeah. Um, All right. I kind of wanted to hop into, we joked about, you know, the defense player of the year earlier. Just kind of uh, a couple of statements we want to throw around. How do you feel about how uh, people talk about the depoy and how other narratives start, you know, to drive a defense player of the year award? Or just how, how that decision making is. I've uh, literally never watched people play defense, so that doesn't matter to me. <laughs> but All I know is James Harden's the best defender in NBA history. Well, obviously, but that's just, you know. Is this a funny thing? Because if you ask anybody, you know, who do you think defense player of the year is this year? A lot of people say Paul George. Why? Because a lot of people just randomly said that Paul George plays defense. <laughs> if you say anyone plays defense for any amount of time. And that's what we literally just started doing. Just started tweeting that James Harden's the defensive player of the year just to see if it would catch on. Mm. And it sort of has. Yeah. And then, you know, him actually being the defensive player of the year has helped a lot. If I, I'll say this. If James Harden makes an all-defensive team, it's 100% <laughs> because of us. 
It is 100%. J- <laughs> and because he's the best defender in the league. But mainly, mostly because of us. Yeah, mainly us, but also because he's the defense player of the year. And it will be a robbery if Harden does not win any kind of defensive award this year. Big facts. But I feel like that's the place that we can kind of wrap this up. I want to thank all of y'all for coming out listening. Be sure to uh, leave a five-star review on us. Let the people know about us. Retweet us on Twitter. Yes, sir. And thank you all for listening to the Highly Interrupted Podcast. This is episode one. Two or more coming soon. We'll catch y'all next time.